Hey, peace and greetings, everyone. You know what you're tuned into. I love when I get back on the Goddess Talk Radio vibe. It's always so much fun. I have a good time. My guests have a good time. And I hope you guys have a great time listening as well. So again, welcome back. It's Goddess Talk Radio. I am your host, Miss Daphne. And this is where you get to listen to phenomenal women share about doing extraordinary things while living their best lives. Y'all know what time it is. I say this every single time because I mean it to the core of my being, my soul. It's all about the rise of the feminine divine. And today, we're going to have a conversation with Ms. Ro Opulence, who is a, an blah, I can't talk today, who is an intuitive reader, <laughs> psychic <laughs> medium, and so, so, so much more. Um, we're going to have a good conversation about what, what those things mean and how she got involved and, um, you know, how, how it was birthed inside of her, should I say. So everybody join me in welcoming Miss Ro Opulence. Hey, sis. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for your patience. <laughs> We've been scheduling this for some time now. <laughs> I know, but you know what? Hey, it's always, hey, it's never around time, so... Yes, yes. So thank you so much for being patient and rolling with me. Mm -hmm. I really, 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 really appreciate you and for reaching out. That's just really yeah. dope. So mm -hmm. you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm oh, okay. Okay. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. So um, in the introduction, I let my people know that you mm -hmm. are an intuitive reader and psychic medium. Oh, I forgot to mention that you have a Gullah Geechee background. Yes, um, I am. <laughs> man, just fire. <laughs> Let's delve into it. Like, I'm so, so... And one of the things I always say is this is my opportunity to get to be, like, really, really curious. So, mm -hmm. like... I get excited. I'm almost like a kid in the candy store when I'm interviewing my guests because y'all have some of the most fabulous things like going on and just so much diversity. So yes. much diversity. So like, <laughs> really, really, really <laughs> forgive any question that might sound a little crazy or just because I, I don't, don't know. Nothing <laughs> is too crazy what I've seen and heard. So no. Okay. Okay. Good. So like <laughs> the Gullah Geechee. Oh my God. So I always had a, one of my aunts. Swear to this day that my grandfather used to say that that's what he was, or you know that's yeah. where he was from, but nobody's ever like delved into it and um, a lot of my family story is around like like the gener two generations so like my grandmother and those type of people and their people before them carry that nobody talked about where they came from type of thing mm -hmm. and um <clears throat> excuse me I just always find that to be very intriguing and peculiar at the same time but she would always say that she say that to this day but nobody ever really took it serious or anything like that and so outside of her saying that there was a card not a cartoon a show that came on Nickelodeon the girl on the <laughs> island oh <laughs> so, god that was my other like you know, thing that sparked the curiosity just about that culture. So now as an adult, I know a little bit more about it. I've been watching little documentaries about it. And so, man, just let's let's start there. Like, just share about that. What does that mean? Where is it? Um, yeah, just flow. It's my life. <laughs> yeah, it's your life. 
I don't know anything else. Uh, well, uh, my family on my maternal side, they were from South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, and I'm here now. So that's where I'm from. Um, it's It's been embedded in my DNA, my culture. Um, I grew up on my maternal side. Um, I grew up with a lot of aunts, a lot of uncles from Charleston, South Carolina and the surrounding areas. But the Gullah Geechee culture, it extends from Wilmington, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, wow. So it's, it's on the sea coast, it's on the sea islands. Um, it's predominantly, like I always say, um, it's predominantly they it enslaved Africans. And like we like to say, also the people that was already there. You know, mm. we don't we want we don't want to take out that history either. Um, so that's why in, in, in words we say either you have been yet or come yet, which means you already been here and come mm. means you came here. So um So that means uh, that you, you mean the the people of African, like direct African descent that were already direct land before the ships to the islands. Some of some of them did not even go uh, towards the sea of um, the Caribbean. Some came directly from the continent, and that's why we speak the tongue that we have, which means the Geechee, which is the pigeon English, which means that it's a broken English, pigeon English, uh, mixtures of the African dialect with the English, and then you also have the Gullah, which is dominantly African. <laughs> mm. So it's like, um, you know, with that heritage, like, we, it was it was fed to us, so we don't know nothing else. But to other people, they will always go to the Gullah Gullah Island, and I'm like, it's more than just Gullah Gullah Island. It's, it's an entire culture. Um, it's a it's an entire history. When you come down here, you will feel it. You know, when you go to Beaufort, Savannah, Charleston, St. Helena's Island, um, mm-hmm. when you go to the different seacoasts, you're going to feel the connection. You're going to feel it. Um, my particular bloodline, because we all have our different narratives, so no Gullah person is the same. That's the misconception. Because, like, if you go online, you go on Wikipedia, it'll be like we took the Sierra Leone culture and we embedded it into our culture but it's not just Sierra Leone it's predominantly the entire continent of Africa so Mm. it's like you know uh, with my heritage my great grandmother she is a Benya in a Kumya which means that her family were natives which means that she had Seminole and she had Cherokee bloodline but Mm. her family was also from West Africa do not know what part of West Africa, but because of the dialect and the English and the 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 what they speak, the language that they speak, um, my family could we connect mostly to the people of the Congo and we connect mostly to the Igbo people of Nigeria. That's today because of the dialect and because of the word pronunciations and the words that we use. Mm-hmm. So. We have that connection. We have that oral tradition. We we will listen to the stories of the elders. Um, my great grandmother, she outlived my grandmother. She we didn't know how old she was. Um, wow. 
he told us that she was 95 come to find out she was 100 and something years old mm. so she lived she died i was 18 when she passed away she she died in 2005 and she did quilts she told stories on quilts i have a lot of her quilts i'm, I'm thinking about i don't know what i'm gonna do with these quilts but she has a lot of quilts that she will use to tell the story and she spoke the language mm. you know so she would tell us that i am not european because because she looked she she looked mixed and a lot of people think that um basically because they're mixed they also could be caucasian sometimes that is a factor let's not leave that out but for the most part um no she said she was native indigenous and she was african and she knew that and so what i like about my history is that in my bloodline the women were very strong and bold and they were practitioners. Mm. So therefore, when people say, well, how did you, that's where the whole story of the hoodoo came in. I didn't know it was hoodoo. I didn't know what hoodoo was. I didn't know what these elders was talking about. Um, I had already adapted to the world. And, you know, I was, I come from a heavy Christian background. So mm-hmm. I was into the Christianity and I'm like, what are you talking about? That stuff don't exist. What are you talking about? People healing people with spider webs. People talking wow. out of you. People doing all these things. What are you talking about? You know, that's the, that is not that is not of God. Like I was really my mother would look at me like if I could just slap this child back was like she would always be like, You don't know what's going on. You just talking, you young, you learn. So as I got older um and i started seeing the little things that was being done around my house i started seeing things that was my mother would do mm. my grandmother was would do um i got re i got reintroduced to my culture so let's talk the, about can you tell me about the spider webs just real real quick um <laughs> uh, i talked to one of my um uh, my aunts she is like in her 70s and she was like my great grandfather would take spider webs and if you would get a cut or some type of issue you would have he would use the spider webs to actually heal you from the cut mm. he would heal you with the spider web or for instance like um when it was time to have like they would look at the child to see who could see things because i come from a line of seers so they will have them on the porch to look up in the stars and have dreams and stuff they would take them through an entire initiation my mother actually went through that initiation as a child i didn't even and so great grandmother she's coming from the background of eastern stars and freemasons so because we have this heritage i never knew that i used to see people come to my great grandmother's house but i never knew why it was coming it was coming to get readings <laughs> so uh, and that's the reason why i'm like oh, okay now i get it now now i know why her house was always full now i know why she had that living room that i thought was basically was like why she got all these pictures why she got all these porcelain dolls what is this why she got a broom on her door why she got all like i used to be so nosy and curious as a kid i never knew why she was doing all this stuff why does she have a broom by the door what's that particular the broom is basically for protection to ward off evil spirits people use brooms they jump the brooms through marriage some people make 
to keep the marriage sacred. Some people use the brooms to put on their door to ward off negativity and evil spirits for coming, you know, within their households. So yeah. I never knew what was going on. And then I also had to realize that my people were agriculturalists and, mm-hmm. and midwives. So when you have the history of midwives and then you have the history of agriculturalists, you're going to have people who who are into that type of fetish culture. It's a fe- it's like it's a way of life. It's like when you go to New Orleans and you see them doing, you know, hoodoo, but it's a little bit of voodoo because of the Haitian descendants that they have there. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have you go to Haiti, you go to all these different cult you go to all these different places, you see how people culture is just embedded in them. That's how that's what that's with the Gullah people. Even mm. though we don't they don't call it hoodoo, they say root work. And people say, Oh, I don't want to come around you a root worker. I'ma stay away from you. But it's a part of our culture. Mm. It's 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 the part of our culture. It's what helped us cause the the rebels and the rebellions on the field. And a lot of people don't know, just as Haiti revolted, the Gullah people revolted too. So a lot it's a lot of stuff about us. We call ourselves a sacred people for a reason. <laughs> we wow. call ourselves blessed for a reason. And I and no matter how far you we always have this saying among my associates and my friends. No matter how far we go, we always come back home. It's something mm. that keeps us here. So we don't even know what it is. So, you know, that's how I got introduced. It was a family. And how I really got introduced into my singing abilities was through my great uncle, my great grand uncle, who used to come to my house and read my poems. Mm-hmm. And when he read my poems, he would tell me things about myself that I would hide. Cause I would always be like a little trickster, like you not gonna catch up and see what I'm doing. You sit down. He'd get my hands, he'd read it and tell me everything I was doing and I had to agree with him. And so it took me, how I got into it, it took me having someone to do something to me <laughs> for me to realize this ain't the game. Mm. So that's how I got into it. I got into it because some acts was done to me. And my mother took me to go get help. You know, what we call, we going to we going to our own doctor. We ain't going to the medical western doctor. We going to our own doctor to find out what's going on. Because mm-hmm. I was having some women issues. And it was, I was too young to be having these women issues. So that's how I got into it. And I got into understanding herbs. I got into understanding um, symbolism. That's how I got into it. Now, how I got into other things is just curiosity as a kid, you know, reading up on books. Um, I felt like a lot of my relatives, I had this other relative who, you know, she was a part of, she was our family, but she was witchy. She was from, she lived in New York and she like idolized Diana Ross. That was her idol. Wow. And when I used to go to her house, she used to have all these astrology books witchy books <laughs> and as a kid I would just sit there and read it all the time wow. and, I, and my mother got mad at me cause she was like what do you I bought the books home with me 
she, my mother found the books and she burnt them. She was like, you will not be reading this, not knowing that she's a part of a fetish culture. But because she saw astrology, she saw all this stuff, she was like, oh no, this gotta get out of my house. And she burnt the books. So Ro, where do you think the disconnect between, I guess that generation above your mother mm-hmm. to your mother's generation, like where did the those practices stop with her? And then, like, where did the Christianity begin? Do you um, understand what I'm saying? Like, where where did one end and wonder where did one begin? It's like, and my I can only speak for my bloodline. Like, it stopped with my grandmother. Your grandmother, okay? Because my grandmother, she ran from her gifts. She ran from her talent. She ran from it because it was just too much for her. Okay. And she got married to my grandfather. Okay. Who family was like, I don't know why she ran. She ran back into it. Mm. You know, so it was like more so like she was trying to get away from it. And she was and she and she became a Jehovah Witness. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of people's stories who go through the whole psychic and finding out they're um they're spiritually gifted. They'll have a relative who go like get into christianity abrahamic religions and then it just is it it becomes chaotic um so that's what happened it stopped with my grandmother but my grandmother never lost her roots like when she needed to get back into it if something really like she couldn't like she had to know she would go back to it she was tiptoeing out of which most people do and that's why we always say the difference between hoodoo and voodoo is that voodoo is a religion and hoodoo is not because you can put it into any, you can you can be a Christian, you can be a Muslim, you can be a Hindu, a Buddhist, you can practice your religion and still put it underneath that. Yes. So it's and that's the reason why we don't call it that. It's it's like people say root work, but I don't like to use that because a lot of people run from that. Even to the even to this day, they run from that word because they're associated with something that's bad. But it's yes. but it's not bad. It's healing. It's it's higher. It's like when the doctors couldn't did not know what was going on. The practitioners knew what was going on. So I don't. That's why I'm like, <laughs> you know. So what 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 would you say when what what would you um what am I saying? What about the energy of carrying ancestors? I know in one of our um, mm-hmm. little mini conversations through Instant Message, we both talked about, you know, carrying mm-hmm. the energy of ancestors. And I think I told you like, oh my God, one day I looked at a picture mm-hmm. of myself and I felt like I saw somebody in my face. Like mm-hmm. there was one, my, one of my grandmothers in my face that I just never met. Mm-hmm. And that experience was like, a little shake I feel like a little tremble on the inside like whoa that's that's weird like why who am I seeing in my face like mm-hmm. and then you shared you know your experience with it and you are um have done a little study and have a little more experience of like mm-hmm. actually knowing this stuff like mm-hmm. let's talk about that <laughs> <You don't mind. laughs> okay so I don't all I know is ancestors worship. I don't know anything else but my ancestors because of the culture that I grew up in that's heavily based in, in honoring your ancestors, honoring your elders, respecting your elders. And when your elders talk to you, you listen. 
Like my grandmother used to have a saying, when you listen, you do well, when you don't listen, you catch hell. And she never lied. And I live by this saying to this day. So like, you know, we have, we, I, I feel like people who grew up up north and they got away from their southern roots and their southern heritage, they're always gonna seek that, you know, ancestor. They always wanna connect to their ancestors. But some of us who are down south, we've been in it. So it's like, okay. Yeah, second nature, yeah. So it's not really, it's it's not something that we don't know about. It's something that, okay, yeah, we know about it. And we understand that when our northern relatives come down, they're so excited. They're so happy. They're so, you know, I'm I'm connected back to my roots, you know. Um, But those of us who who live in it, and that's the, and that's another issue. That's where another issue lies. In. It's because those elders who lived, who never migrated up north, and they stayed down south. They were always told that being Gullah Geechee was bad. Mm. They was they was we was taught that the way we. Cause I don't even. I have the accent once you you know we go into this conversation, but. Because I grew up down here, I was always told that my accent was improper. I wasn't pronouncing. I can't pronounce my words. What am I saying? What are you? That's not. You're not going to go far in life. You're not going to do anything because of the way that you speak. Mm. I didn't know that it was a second language until now. They're saying it's a second language, but we didn't. We was not told this. So, um, to 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 be have that erase and tell you that it's bad a lot of the elders don't want to talk about it Mm. they just say that i'm an american they don't want to connect to it because they don't they don't see it as popular because back in the day they were told that it was forbidden Mm. that's why a lot of the stuff that is hidden is in the dark is is the 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 work is in the dark the traditions is in the dark um there's tradition of like when someone died it's a it's it's actually a congolese tradition but it was brought over here um i've heard oral stories of you know when the congo people came over here they thought they still was in africa because the 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 indian the native that they saw had the same brown skin red skin that they had wow and it looked just like back at home so um some of the traditions came together and one of the traditions is taking a baby and when a person dies you take the baby and pass it on both sides of the casket why because you want to get rid of that nigga you want to get make sure that ghost don't follow you home so mm-hmm. what we call superstition to some is a ritual to other mm. and that's the difference now my goal and how I am I want to take what seems old fashioned put a spin on it so that people in my generation can be familiar with it and understand it and respect it for what it is and that also alleviates a lot of fear yeah you know, you, you, fear is really triggered when you don't understand something you don't know about it you've been taught one thing mm-hmm. about it that's 9 times out of 10 negative it's, it's, it's like scary yeah so that's and, a wonderful thing. hmm And so, like, what I wanted to do, like, I tell everybody, um, Row Ovulence is my brand that I created. 
And the reason why I created Ro Obelisk, because Ro is my actual name. But the reason why I created this brand is because I want to show women of color, minorities, and women in general, and, and, and men too, you know, that basically you can still be on this spiritual plan, uh, path and still enjoy you know the physical you can still materialize things you can still have a good life you don't yes because a lot of times you we had this saying in hoodoo that a lot of people think root workers stay up in the field in the swamplands and they pour they don't have they have jars all over the place like when you watch daughter of the dust i don't know if people can reference that movie but a lot of people have seen that movie yes for the old the old grandmother she's back in the south she's you know she's she's with the jaw she's poor no because most of your practitioners and your very good practitioners they held office mm. in real estate they own businesses you know my my bloodline for sure they own property they had a meal mm. they weren't just black people that struggled like how we think they did and that's the that's the misconception that I want people to know because sometimes we have these narratives that we live by and they paint this they paint it out like black people wasn't prospering back in those days and some of them were prospering. Like when me and my cousin did our genealogy, we found out that back in the days when it was like people was getting college educated, like the people in our family was going to college. Wow. They was going to historical black universities, but they were still educating themselves. We also found out that my great grandmother, because I was trying to figure out, well, why do I, why did I get into real estate? Like, what made me, you know, get into real estate? Come to find out that my great grandfather, his mother, left Wilmington, North Carolina, went to Manhattan and own real estate properties. And she rented to her great-grandchildren. We didn't even know that until we went and got the information. Wow. So, you be thinking that you doing this first and if you check back your ancestors been doing it, they just <laughs> wanted you to do it. They're like, okay, you got to press this generation. Like, you ain't doing nothing new underneath the sun. So, yeah. That's that's what I want to... And I don't glamour myself. One thing, I, I love glamour, I love fashion, but I'm not going to glamorize the truth because I am also a shadow worker. I'm not a light worker. And I will never be a light worker because my life ain't... <laughs> it, it can't... I can't live in that delusion. I just can't, you know? And so, like, what I tell people is, you know, to be on this path is a lot of discipline. It's no games. It's a lot of discipline. Because I got on this path because I was undisciplined. <laughs> so what do you, for for my listening audience, can you just give a little definition of what it means to be a shadow worker? Someone who works in the hidden. Someone who is un- unapologetic of their, they embrace their darkness, which means their shadow self, which means the stuff that you cannot see, which means the habits that you don't want to discuss, which means the feelings that you run from. Mm-hmm. You know? So a lot of times people want to put on this, well, I've been through this. I, they not, they glamorizing what they should look like, but it don't look like that. You know? They telling you, well, if you get this, no, that's an illusion. 
that's why I, I, I mean, I'm not against people, and I, and I believe everybody got their platform. Yes. But um, I, I'm not a love, I'm not a uh, a law of attraction person. I'm just not. I'm just okay. not. And the reason why, I, and if it works for you, it works for you to your listening audience. Like if it works for them, it works for them. But it just don't work for me. Mm-hmm. Because I realize that that's only one law. There's many laws that govern universe. And yes. you have to understand the different laws in order to manifest the things that you want in your life. And the only way you're going to do that is by understanding your shadow self. Mm. Not the self, not the representative that you want people to think that you are. You know? Mm. People love, wow. people love, and I feel like sometimes like when i'm not knocking but that's why i posted earlier i said I'm, i don't want to do any more trauma bonding groups because no matter how much you want something to be positive if you put 150 people in a group and all they doing is talking about their trauma you have to do the work you have to do the shadow work. yeah because in order for them to move past their emotions to manifest things they have to acknowledge it first and that's why yes. a lot of people come to me in secrecy because they know first of all i'm not going to tell your business Second of all, I'm going to get down to the root of the issue. That's why I'm a root worker, because we get down to the root of the problem. We don't, yes. we, don't we don't cover it up. We don't lie. We don't tell you. We yep. tell you the truth that you run from. We tell you yep. the truth. I had some people who be angry with me, and then they, they disassociate themselves, or they'll go, and then the next year later, they'll come back and say, I apologize. Mm. Why? <laughs> because it's the truth. You can't run from the truth. No matter, like, you can lie to everybody. Yeah. You can lie to the people around you, but you can't lie for you can't lie to yourself because you're cheating yourself out of a life that you said you wanted. Not that or, I want. Or a seer. You can't lie yeah. to somebody who can see. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, that's I because I, I ran from my gift. And that's how I know. I'm talking from experience. When I went through my Saturn return, mm. Saturn return kicked my behind. Ooh. And that was, I just never, it was like nothing just wasn't working out for me. I was coming among different people that did not like me, but I thought they loved me. Um, I was having so many spiritual attacks and psychic attacks. I'm just like, what in the world is going on? Now, now, real quick, Ro, for those who are listening and, and want to, well, first of all, before I tell them how to get in contact mm-hmm. with you for your um, services mm-hmm. for readings, what should someone who gets a reading from you, what should they expect? Um, I always tell them, get your pen, your paper, and if you want to get your recording, get your recording too, because I want you to listen like I don't want you to say like what I don't like is when people come to me and they start giving me the whole paragraph of their life like no don't do that when you come to me (laughs) I don't want to know nothing just come to me and you be prepared to get the information that you said you was looking for that's what you said you was looking for and and that's why I do my prices the way that I do because if you invest you ain't gonna play no games with that investment. You're not gonna waste my time and you're not gonna waste your time either. So, like, that's the reason why I have things set up because I like I'm 
I've been brought on this path because I didn't want to be on this path. You know, I wanted to do real estate full time. I was a fashion student. I wanted to be a part of the physical world, glamour, life, doing it all, hitting it big in the Big Apple. And spirits say, oh, no, that's not what I sent you into New York to do. Wow. And I kept running from my gifts. I kept running from my talents because I, it was just too much for me. to. I felt like it was too much to carry. It was like, why am I seeing all this stuff? Like, why am I walking and I can see this whole man life flash by him? Why am I seeing this man... I saw what scared me the most is when I opened this guy's hand, looked in it, and, t- and predicted his death and told him, you're going to die in the next couple of weeks. And wow. I have never gave nobody no information like that. Two weeks later, he was hit by the sixth train in New York. They only found wow. his hit. They identified him by his skull. So with that being said, because I think that, that, that can put a lot of people at unease about like getting their readings and stuff like that so what would you what advice would you give to someone if any who might want to get a reading but don't want to um who has Um, some fear okay so I know a lot of people have their doubts and they're apprehensive I get that and what I always tell people is this in my sessions okay if, if it's a warning, I got to tell you. Spirit is going to tell me, going to mount me and to tell you. I'm going to have to tell you that. But it don't usually come up for the most part because most people just want to know what's going on with, right now. So with my sessions, I always, I don't, like I tell them, I, say, I, don't, I, I do past, I do present, and I do future. But I mostly maintain the conversation on your present because most people need to know what there's what's going on with them now i mean you done did your past even if it's past lives that comes up you already did it we in the now and your future ain't here yet so that's why i said it's not really 100 a psychic reading it's an intuitive reading which means i help you with what's going on with what you have going on in your present and if something like if something comes up, like like I said before, I was running from my gift. That's why I was seeing the things that I was seeing off the people that I was seeing because I didn't want to embrace it. You know, if I would have embraced my gift, I would have known not to even go talk to him and mingle with him because I already would have saw that energy and I would have backed off. But because I was running and enjoying my life and did not want to be, you know, a part of it, that's why I, it, it, it's stronger. It, it's like... It's like you cut somebody off, but then you don't do the necessary work to remove them, but then the love is just stronger after that, and it can be toxic. So, mm. it, it's like, when you run from your gift, you're easy for you. It's not, and I know a lot of people, it's not going to get easy. It's going to be so much of, uh, it's going to get stronger and stronger until you acknowledge it, until you embrace it, until you accept the fact that you're a powerhouse or whatever spiritual gift your audience got, until they embrace it, it's, they're going to see things. They're going to, they, that's like I said, that Saturn return is when you go through the most. Yeah. And so, so you took, you you answered my, one of my last questions mm-hmm. actually, which was, which was going to be, what advice would you give to someone who feels like they have those gifts that you described as, as you haven't? Don't run And what from I'm it. hearing is don't run from it. And I hear that Most from a lot it. of people who, 
good they have that mediumship or the psychic abilities that they say you know i was running from my gift from a long time for a long time and it just seemed to kept just kept stronger and stronger. but as soon as i stood up to it or you know embraced it it's it settled and i began to be able to dictate how and when and where and Cause I, I said, like I said, dope. I was running from it, and then I felt so small, and I felt like it was the insecurities of will people really like accept me? Will people really, um, you know, I was playing it small, and sometimes when you play it small, and people don't, people know that you playing it small, they will use you, and I went through that cycle. Wow. So, it's just basically like standing and owning it, going through it. The only way that you can get, the only way that you can understand something better is to go through it. And that's go what I it. did. I said, you know what? I'm going to embrace my gifts. I'm going to stand into what I'm, what it is about me. And all that other stuff that I want to do, it's going to come back again. I'm going to be able to do it. But this time I have to do this because it's haunting me. <laughs> I can't sleep at night. This Saturday return is kicking my behind. And I don't, I'm tired of getting my behind kicked. Right. I know that's right, bro. I am not one to, um, yeah. I don't have a high tolerance for pain myself. So I tend to get my lessons yeah. and, and, and get on with the blessings. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you, um, well, how can someone get in contact with you if they want to book a reading? Give us that information. Um, on my road Islands page, um, you can do that. Um, I'm, I don't went by so many different aliens. Like I had, um, Madam Sofo, but I don't go by her anymore. But, um, to do road Islands, you can go on my Facebook page. Um, once you contact me through Facebook and you inbox me, we can get it started right there. I, I make everything simple. Um, so once I tell you my price, once we talk, negotiate or we talk it out, then you know I'll send you payment. I give you my phone number and we get started right then and there. Wow. Perfect. I don't, I don't, it's, it's, it shouldn't be that complicated. You shouldn't have to be doing all these cartwheels just to get somebody. I don't put on no show. I don't do none of that. I'm just like, hey, this is a gift. I'm here to, to, to deliver the message. And that's it. The creator, I believe, is using me as a tool, the God tool, to help you find your divinity and help you out. It's not me basically um, being arrogant and trying to control you and manipulate you. I can't do that because even if I people don't understand, I don't care how much you think you can do that. In the long run, it's going to show. Long yeah. term, it's going to show. And I always believe that people who genuinely come to me and they be consistent with me they see their results and Wonderful. I don't have an issue with the results part <laughs> sometimes the results come back too quick <laughs> wonderful well you guys you hear, mm-hmm. you heard it here you can get in contact with Miss Rowe and that's Rowe spelled R-H-O, R-H-O. yes and opulence <laughs> so her name is again Rowe Opulence and that's O-P-U-L-E-N-C-E Miss mm-hmm. Rowe Opulence intuitive reader seer oh my god has a dope 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 heritage we all have dope <laughs> heritage but you know yeah, this is a 
is not something that we hear about often and mm-hmm. I find that a lot of people still don't know about the Gullah Geechee and understand that it has preserved its culture and its way of life and its way of being for so many years and to me that's very 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 yeah. very powerful I um, wanted I wanted to stick with my um my maternal side because my paternal side he my father's an immigrant so I, and I wasn't raised in his culture, so I can't sit and talk about a culture that is that I wasn't raised in. I I am aware of it, um, and I know, and I've been around it, I've been exposed to it, but I can only talk about the culture that I was born in. Wow! Right, so, right. So yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. And we're going to make sure we get you back on to share more about your findings as you get in more into your genealogy and learn about your father's culture. And, oh, I know about his culture. I just, you know, his culture is, you know, he's an islander. So I know about Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. but it's, um, it's the fact that I love my culture that I was born in. That you was raised in, okay. That I was raised in. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, I like I said, I don't want to, it's like I want to tell people, it's no hocus pocus. Oh, you know, <laughs> we flying around on brooms. There's none of that. It's real work. It's like, <laughs> it's real work. Real and work. I, I think I heard one of your, um, someone that you did an interview said that the cars don't heal, they just reveal. And that's the truth. Yeah, you know, yeah. A lot of people think that once they get a reading, that that's it. No, you gotta do the work. You gotta, One. you gotta be consistent. You you gotta listen. You know, and it's hard as adults to sit down and listen. And I am very talkative, so I'm just letting you know. <laughs> okay, we are gonna wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I, so, you just got me. I just wanna. Up. Yes, yes, that's a beautiful thing. This mm-hmm. is such a great topic, and we could talk, mm-hmm. talk, talk all day about it because it's some wonderful things, a lot of great points, a lot of beautiful, beautiful jewels that could be dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to let my listener, y'all listening, I want to tell y'all one more time what her name is so y'all can check her out and book some readings mm-hmm. and um, engage with her and possibly through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure everything that she said has touched a couple of y'all, maybe a lot of y'all, many different ways. So mm-hmm. again, Ro, I want to thank you so much. It's Ro Opulence, y'all. R-H-O Opulence. Um, check her out on Facebook. Thank you so much. So, 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 so much for coming on and sharing your story and your wisdom them and details about your life it's powerful and um i would love to have you back you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome I, I enjoy i enjoy um the energy was really nice and um you know maybe i can you know maybe we can have me do something you know I don't know. Do, can can listeners call in or something? I don't know. No, not yet. Not through the anchors. Okay. More of um recording and okay. then we play it. But you never know. We'll work it out some way. Um, so okay. if I figure that out, y'all, we, we might can have people like leave recordings or something and um ask Rose some questions, but. We'll work that all out, and when I get back and it's time for us to reconnect mm-hmm. again, we'll give all the details to y'all, my listening audience. Until next time, y'all already know what to do. Y'all know what I tell y'all every time, right? To stay beautiful, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay peaceful, be yourself, and continue to love and live your life, all right, y'all? Until next time, and it's been real. 
Goddess Talk Radio. I'm your host, Daphne. Make sure you are um, liking Goddess Talk Radio. Yes, 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 yes. Make sure you're liking Goddess Talk Radio. Make sure you are rating it with them five stars on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you are hitting that heart if you are listening on Anchor. And if you're listening on Spotify or Stitcher or Overcast or a million other mediums that um anchor releases it on make sure you're liking it and showing some love and sharing as well until next time y'all peace